Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hi, everyone. Uh, it's 10-4-2016. Thank you all for uh, coming up or coming on the call. Mark uh, Drakes is on, and I'm going to be giving him the floor. And I'm going to be leaving um, everybody unmuted. So he's fine with you wanting to come on and ask him a question as he's um, speaking. Uh, there you go, Mark. Have the floor. Thank you. Hello. Thank you, for Cheyenne, for having me on. So... Um yeah, Cheyenne was was saying that that uh, people want to know who I am and what I do, and well, I kind of came across this stuff by accident. I was trying to get out of a speeding ticket in 2008, I believe it would have been, and I came across Rob Menard, and uh, he's a fellow up here in Canada that I'm sure a lot of you heard about, and. What struck me about Rob was that he said, he pointed out how we agree to to be arrested and 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 pointed out the clear distinction between acts, codes, statutes, and law. So when I talk to people, um, when I when I talk with the, the fine men and women who uh, work uh, for the police and and the courts here, I draw a clear distinction between what's lawful and what's legal. I started out thinking that I did know something about this legal and got myself into a lot of uh, a lot of trouble i I guess you'd say by uh by thinking that I could go into court and talk to a judge and at that time I was talking to judges um and um and try to tell these guys what was going on um i think another thing that that rob said that really struck me and i believe um other people have talked about it too is that he said that if if you have anger towards these people then this isn't going to work for you <clears throat> so it's it's something that sticks out for me when i watch the people in in the groups i noticed that it seems like there's um people that uh, are angry they call these people names scumbags and this and that and i'll tell you from my experience um most of these men and women don't have the first clue they don't have any more clue than um than i than i did in 2007 and then uh most people do now. Got a little bit of background noise there. Um, so uh, you know, nothing was so so blatant for, for me as when uh, this uh, nice uh, man acting man as an act. officer, acting as a peace officer in my hometown, uh, um, was uh, uh, he's 
wife and I over to uh, let us know that we were going a little bit slow. A bit of noise in the background, Shea. I don't know who's making noise. They might want to mute themselves out. I like the sound of my own voice, so I can't even hear myself. <laughs> so, uh, so, um, so I had, I had been, uh, I had gone to pick up a, a bond and or a warrant, and uh, six of these men and women acting as RCMP officers rushed out of the police station and tackled me to the ground. Now, I, I was glad that I had my wife, who I call the Queen of Law, with me, and I'll, and I'll, I'll let you guys know why I call her the Queen. Um, and uh, she ordered this one man. Um, I'm, I'm not going to mention this man's name because, for me, he's a, he is a, he's a man who works as a RCMP officer, and uh, he's one of the most honorable and um, honest of, of, of those that I've met, although I certainly haven't met many of them that aren't. Um, so I'm not going to mention his name for, for my own reasons. She sent him in and, and told him, you get in there and, and make sure my husband's okay. He came in and tried to um, take me away from the other uh, folks in there that were badgering me. But when he stopped us um, that night on the road, he uh, he said to me, um, I couldn't understand why they kept asking you that same question over and over again. They kept asking you why, uh, if you understand, and you kept telling him that you didn't. He says, and I don't know what's wrong with them. So it was at that moment that it really dawned on me that this man had not a clue about these things that, that we talk about um, in these he doesn't have a clue about it so for me to treat him uh, as if he's some sort of a nasty man or as, as if he's you know putting on that uniform in the morning to go out and harm people is just to me it's asinine I haven't seen any evidence of this um, there's there's a few people that uh, that I believe do know what's going on and I'll name them um, um, and both of them are court clerks, or clerks of the court. I'm, I'm not even sure. Well, the 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 head gal um, in the Duncan office that was uh, Joanne Powers. I believe Joanne knew exactly what was going on, and that uh, if there's anybody that I would be more, so sure of that was not acting in accordance with the law and who was breaking the law as well as their own rules. It was Joanne there and Janice Robertson in, pa in Powell River. Um, these are the women who headed up the court. Um, they were court clerks who both signed documents that um, I believe they signed them knowing that they were false documents. And I have evidence of, of uh, <laughs> some of the documents. It's amazing some of the things these people will do when they get backed into a corner. And I don't even hold that against them because, in a sense, I think... If you really know what you're doing, uh, I was talking to Robin the other day in the chat, and uh, she seemed a bit upset about how uh, you know her and her husband were being treated. And I said, 
told her to take this as a compliment, that these people will go so far as to break the law so blatantly, tells me that Robin knows what she's doing. I mean, she might not have it perfected, but she's certainly on the right track. So, um, uh, myself, um, maybe because I'm so, uh, um, so forward and so talkative in that, I make these people break the law. And so, after that, I think I would be kind of a, I would be kind of an asshole to then turn around and blame them for doing it because I put these people in positions where they have no choice. Um, the example I give is if you've if you've robbed the bank and you got into the getaway car and you're pulling away from the curb and the cop rolls on you, like uh, why why would you stop? You know, so that's sort of the position that I put these people in. You know, they're already in a getaway car and they have the loot. And so why would they stop? They've already broken the law by by move, by having me in their court, by having me in the back of their cop car. They've already broken the law by threatening me at my window side. Um, um, twice they've broken my side windows. Um, lots of people say don't hold court at the side of the road. Well, hey, I agree with that for you. I mean, if you don't want to hold court at the side of the road, you ought not to. And my only prejudice is against people that won't leave me alone with my prejudices. I hold court at the side of the road, partly because um, the driver's license was uh, cancelled in 2011, expired in 2013, yet they still they still seem to want to hold me accountable for it. <laughs> but, uh, so I have been going from here to there um, in my own property. Um, without that driver's license. So that's the game I play. So I hold court at the side of the road, and and I agree with people that say that they shouldn't. It's just if anybody tells me that I shouldn't, then I just don't have much time for that. So, um, so So I found out that that there was something going on. And what Rob said is if he, this is how I got into this. I think I remember where I was now. Is to be angry at these people is not, it, it, it shows me that um, a person has, is still at a certain point where you're not going to be able to, to, um, to really hear the information, to, to really hear things that other people have to share that, that's so useful. Like for me, listening to Carl, um, um, partly because, um, I think that that anger wasn't there. It's a game for me. Um, I guess some people like going to watch hockey games and like watching TV. And Mark, uh, I I don't go out and look to play with the cops, but I welcome it. Uh, I enjoy it. <laughs> so uh, there's never this this anger um, towards these people. I um, some of the things that they do, I I, I really feel sorry for them. So the anger is something that gets you. It doesn't get them. And I think that it holds so much of us back. To think that they know what's going on, that these men and women know what's going on. I come across a few men acting as judges, and I know that they knew what was going on. And, man, did we ever have a good match. I mean, I had some good fun with them. They brought in Danny Sadeko, who was uh, one of the top three. One of the top three judges in in BC as I understand it and they brought him in special for me I'm sure I'd like to think it was for me the regulars in the courthouse said they'd never seen this guy before me and Danny had a riot a very honorable man um, he acted in accordance with law 
and uh, tried to get himself out of the courtroom before I got him to assume all liability for acting on my behalf. But uh, since he since he's an honorable man, it was the last thing he said was an answer to my question: "Are you assuming all liability?" And he said yes as he was running out the back door. So good for you, Danny. Um, and um, for the most part, the men acting as judges, um, not even all of them, but but uh, I've had, uh, they they switched so many judges with me, um, and then um, bring in a, a smart one. And some of them beat me at first. That's for sure. When I say beat me, um, they they understood the law more than I did. But now, um, for me, um, I, I see I see a lot of people, and it seems to me like they're um, wasting a lot of time looking up definitions, and and uh, I don't see that words have meaning. I see that as human beings, we're we give meaning to words. I used the example of the word broadcast, which was used in the 30s and 40s as something that you did with seed on a field. You broadcast seed onto a field. Now the word is used completely differently. And, well, say now it is. It's barely used now since we've gone from uh, from uh, TV over the air to TV to cable and so in another however many years this this word might disappear. And so to, to pretend that that word has meaning to me is it, crazy and it's how we get ourselves into a lot of trouble. For me, I'm, uh, I don't know what the meaning of any of these words are that these people uh, say to me. Um, if they're going to want to interact with me and talk with me, then they're going to have to tell me what they're saying. And then the same goes for them. If they want to pretend that they know what I'm saying without asking me what I mean, then, then that's their problem. So uh, all of this uh, thinking that words have meaning and thinking that I could understand what um, any of these legal terms actually really means and to see people in these groups talking about, arguing about, debating about um, what certain words mean to me is uh, it's very frustrating to me to watch what goes on in a lot of these groups to you know, what I see people spinning their wheels and, and uh, spending their time talking about nothing. When I when I approach somebody about this first time, I tell them, if you're on British Columbia, then look at the Motor Vehicle Act. The first word they define is accident, and the definition is an intentional collision. Now, if you think that you understand anything that any of these people are ever saying to you, after looking at that, then God help you. But I don't know what these people are talking about. I don't understand anything they're saying when I look at a definition like that. I don't need to look at any more. That's uh, that's the end of trying to define their words for me, because I don't know how you could possibly get it so upside down and backwards as that. And <laughs> I went with my wife to um, renew her uh, registration, and, and so I asked the lady behind the counter about that, and she said, oh, that must be a typo. <laughs> so I got a good laugh about that. Yes, all the lawyers that work on that, they, you know, that was just a typo. <laughs> So, uh, okay, Mark, uh, every now and then I might interrupt you. Just uh, I don't know if you can see chat. Oh, I can if I put on my glasses. Is there people asking questions in there? 
Uh, guess four, who's Robin and what happened? Question mark. Guess four, who's Robin? Oh, okay, right. Robin. Uh, okay, I was talking about Robin with a Z, Robins. That was the that was the Robin that I was talking about. Okay. Um, when I was talking about, uh, um, uh, what was I talking about? I can't even remember now. Um, I, uh, you know, I don't I don't have a problem saying, um, I, uh, I, um, it, it was Robin. Robin was one of the people I noticed her using the word scumbags, and and I have a good rapport with Robin. She's used to me. I think that in the rooms, if people don't get used to me quick, they run away because I'm, I'm very, um, well, how would I put it? Um, uh, I, uh, I, I, I don't, I generally don't, here's, here's something that I, was thinking earlier today is an important thing that I want to get across and it'll and it'll probably explain a lot about me is that I feel that um, <laughs> that I'm not helping people if if I'm uh if I am uh pretending that uh, if I'm trying to give them ideas because the way I see it is is that um and I've heard this in different ways from different people that know what they're talking about I heard Julie saying this one of the first recordings I listened to hers. I just started listening to Julie last week, and I've heard about three of her recordings, and I'm just blown away because the woman really seems seems wise in so many different areas. Um, that uh, this has to be something that comes from you. Everybody does. That there's only one right way for me, and that's my way. So when I was talking earlier about you know I hold court on the side of the road, that's the way I do it. Anyone wants to tell me that that uh, you know. You shouldn't hold court on the side of the road. Well, I, I agree with them. No, you shouldn't. But uh, that's the way I do it. And so one of the things that I got very frustrated about and, and got uh, why I left the grips for a while was because I saw so many people were trying to learn the Carl Lentz method. And so I would ask this question of them, who taught it to Carl? You know? Nobody taught Carl the Carl Lentz method. It works for Carl because it's Carl's. And uh, my wife, who I call the Queen of Law, um, she is a natural. She hasn't read any of this stuff. Well, I, I read the second half of Mary Croft's book um, with my wife. That's that's as much exposure as she has. She's heard some of the things that Rob Menard has said. She's heard some of the things that Carl Lentz has said many of the times she sounds more like Carl Lentz to me than Carl Lentz does um, the, the, just the pure wisdom that this woman has and the police are they don't like to use the word scared but they are so cautious with her um, they stopped her for, for uh, speeding burnt out headlight her windshield's cracked right across the middle in three places and they gave her a warning ticket for speeding and asked her politely if she could change the light bulb um they're just the way that she acts with them and here's the thing you, you can't write this stuff down she can't tell you what she's doing but i'll tell you it works because it's hers so um so i i noticed that that cheyenne put on here that mark was coming to share his knowledge 
it kind of made me chuckle. And I was going to say something about it, but um, what I find is, unfortunately, this is what people are seeking. They they want somebody to tell them, and 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 it's not. And so if somebody else tells them what to do, how to do something, then in the end it's not going to be them. It's not going to be natural for them. And this is what I thought I heard Julie saying the other day, is that if, you know, if uh, it's just all written down for you, then uh, you're only good up to answering the questions that are on the piece of paper. And if somebody comes with something else other than that, then you're hooped, right? You freeze or you start saying something that's going to get you into worse trouble. So in that sense, I'm, I would say I'm a nihilist. I, I seem to naturally notice nonsense. And I ask, generally ask people questions about the nonsense that I see. Because it would be easy for me just to go, oh, that's nonsense, and try to get into a debate with people. But that doesn't help people. If I ask people to explain their nonsense, not to me, but to explain it for themselves, then... Uh, if they stick with it long enough, and I don't find many that do, Robin is one of them that does, um, then they'll talk themselves out of it. <laughs> and in the end, they'll have their idea. And to me, that's the only one that's useful to you, is uh, is um, is your idea. So now I'm looking on... Uh, um, so so I kind of... Uh, uh, when when I when I saw Robin talking, and I believe she used the word scumbags, and I don't I don't think she I never asked her if I could talk about this on here, but I'm sure that she would be all right, um, knowing me and knowing that she's stuck around long enough to up with me. I think she'd be all right with this. I I um, basically pointed out to her and not in a not in what most would call a nice way. Um, that that uh, she just might be harming herself by looking at it like that, and that she and that uh, she ought to take it as a compliment that these people act like this towards her. So um, I uh, I'm uh, yeah I I just seem to notice nonsense and I and I turn it around on people and I love to question back what people say. Now someone's asking what the, what this call about how to win in court well I don't know if it's how to win in court um, me I like going to court I like the fun um, I wouldn't suggest that most people go to court because uh, holy smokes those guys are serious down there now last time I last time I uh, um, picked up a couple of charges um, I knew about Carl and I um, I purposely didn't do any of the things that he said to do before court because I, um, well, I think partly, uh, I'm not sure what particular excuse I used on myself <laughs> to not do the, the paperwork before court, but I must have had a good one because I believed it. And, um, but uh, I wanted to get to court and see um, how how I would do with these notices and um, oh I remember the story I told myself now was that uh, you know in case I came across somebody um, or found myself in a situation where they grab me and take me straight to the courthouse in front of a judge then 
all of these things that Carl might offer, and all of these things that, well, not all the things Carl might offer, but any of the things to do before court that Carl would offer, any of the things to do before court that Julie would offer are going to be no good to me if I don't know what to do if these guys take me straight to court. And um, so I uh, waited. I just waited and uh, showed up in court. And, oh, boy, did we have fun. I brought along uh, the queen of law with me. And uh, she's really good at noticing things that I don't notice because when I'm in there, I'm, you know, I'm doing my thing. So she stands back and uh, she'll point out to me things that maybe I didn't even remember I said and, and other people's reactions to them or, or things that were going on around me that I didn't notice. I went to, uh, they didn't have me talk to the um, Justice of the Peace before I got to court, um, which is something they generally do up here on Canada. But uh, but when I went in, they had, I believe there were seven people. There was Ian, the man acting as prosecutor. There was Janice Robertson, the woman who was acting as the Justice of the Peace. There was another woman acting as a clerk, and there was four women sitting off to the side, just writing in pads, not saying anything. So uh, I kind of noticed them when they were there, but they weren't a part of my focus. So um, my wife gave me a play-by-play of of how some of them were chuckling. The one lady was chuckling, I guess, at some of the things I was saying, and the other ones were giving her a stern look. Um, so... So yeah, what I really think is that it's not the it's not the things that we don't know. We talk about knowledge as if it's something that we need to get here. Well, I'll tell you, my my wife, the Queen of Law, she's living proof that you don't need you don't need the knowledge because we don't act off of things that we don't know. We act off of ideas that we do have. We have ideas, and they're false false ideas that we have. We act off of well we end up in conflicts. We end up in trouble. So it's somebody who has the idea that a man uh, dressed in a police officer's uniform with flashy lights on his car can tell him what to do. When you ex- when you have that idea operating in your head, then you act a certain way and you walk yourself right into their hands. You give yourself over you give them jurisdiction, you give the court jurisdiction, and you give them permission to put you in jail if that's as far as it's going to go. So uh, I did four months in jail. I talk about it as I got myself thrown in jail. It's the way that I see it. These people didn't do anything to me. It was because of uh, of my own um, ignorance, because of my own ideas that I knew what I was doing and that's where I ended up I got myself thrown there it was a most wonderful thing because I got the time to sit down and listen to what uh, or sit down and think back on what happened what I had done and what worked what I had done and what hadn't worked and uh, they brought a tried to bring another charge while I was in jail and uh, I was able to to uh, deal with that no problems no paperwork, no anything, just asking the woman after this judge. 
Um, now, when I first contacted Cheyenne, I told her that I've already accessed my credit. It really talks about accessing your credit. Um, it's, it's one of the things that resonates with me because I've already done it. I wouldn't have called it that when when I did it. Um, from listening, or sorry, reading the book um, by Mary Croft, that one with the big long name that I can never remember. The PDF is online. How I clobbered every cash confiscating whatever, whatever. Um, by reading that book, um, it knocked out, knocked an idea out of my head. Idea that I was operating off of, which I see as the main, the base, the the um, kingpin, if you want to call it, of ideas that people have operating that I see over, over, and over again in questions that people ask, and statements that people make, um, how they make their statements, and that's the idea of authority. For me, there's no such a thing as authority. I'm not saying I'm my own authority. That's nonsense. I'm saying there is no such a thing as authority. And if that's seen as a fact, if that idea drops out of your head, oh boy, you're going to be able to deal with any one of these people that come up to you. Um, I watch my wife. Um, one of the things I've seen is uh, a cop will come up to her and say, what's your name? And she'll say, oh, you don't know who I am. Say, well, I, no, I don't know who you I don't know who you are. She says, well, I don't know you either, so we can't have any business together. And she just turns around and walks away. Um, she knows these people are not, don't have no authority over her. And so um, this, that's just some guy getting in, in her way. You know, like, what are you talking to me for, buddy? I got other things to do. You don't know me, so you can't be looking for me then. And uh, so that Mary Croft book knocked that idea out of my head. It was it was somewhere in there, and I didn't even really really realize it was there. And worse than worse than not realizing that it was there, was that I was telling myself that it wasn't. <laughs> and so I, I see that we fool ourselves so much with the way we talk to ourselves. But he said that. Uh, only be hypnotized by somebody that you really trust. Well, I, I ask people, then, who do you trust more than yourself? Trust yourself more than anybody else, and you're constantly telling yourself things. You're constantly hypnotizing yourself and able to see things that aren't there and not see things that are there. So, um, so I, I, uh, I take what people say, what they're telling themselves or what they're trying to tell me, which is the same thing, and I ask them questions about it. Um, so reading this book of Mary's, um, she, she, she started out by saying, this is not a how-to book. This is a what-did book. She's just telling you what she did. She made it clear. She's not telling you what to do. And so this is another thing that really resonated with me. There's no, there's no, there's no method in there. There's no Mary Croft method. But I'll tell you what, that book it was, was awesome for me for dislodging that, that, uh, I see as, as the kingpin idea is, is that every other false idea I think that we have when it comes to legal and law are all hinged on that one idea and it's the idea as authority and there's no such a thing 
He also talked about the banks in there. How she had written some. Uh... <laughs> yes, number seven. This Mark a retard? Yes, I'm a retard. What are we talking about? We are not talking, buddy. I'm talking. Why don't you show us your name there? Yes. <laughs> okay, I got a little bit there. Yes, I'm not sure who that guy is who thinks that he's talking to me. But yes, I am a retard, buddy. And no, you're not talking to me. We are not talking. I'm talking. Um, so uh, so Mary had written some checks on uh, on um, closed accounts. Um, and she pointed out that basically that I'm the bank. There's there is no there's no money out there other than, you know, I say to people, look, I get a check from my boss on Friday and I don't want the check. All it is is evidence that I put in some some labor. I don't want the check, but I take the check to the bank and I get the money. And I and I don't want the money. But I want what I can get for the money and all I'm gonna do is trade all I'm doing then is trading my labor for another man's labor. And I'm tied up in a system that is so crazy that I'm allowing somebody else to suck part of my life energy from me by adding some charge onto the top of that. <laughs> and so there's never enough money out there for me to get back uh, all the labor and energy that I put into this um, from another man who's doing the same thing since we're both allowing somebody else to pack some imaginary fee on top of that nonsense and uh, uh, but I still play I still play that game <laughs> um, um, partly maybe maybe because I'm lazy um, and um, and I'm busy but uh, but I have I have I have uh, accessed my my credit so let me talk about that um, I was cutting some checks <laughs> so uh, my wife and I both had bank accounts at the Bank of Montreal so I figured I needed some extra money to party so I think I had written a check I, I realized that the checks took three days to get um, even though we were at the same bank that banks Banks in Canada, anyways, the banks don't open the bank machines, not at the Bank of Montreal, anyways. It's only the guys in the armored car trucks that open those bank machines, and they take all of everything that's in there, and um, they send it out to Ontario. And so it takes about three days to, for anything to be processed that you deposit in there. So I would deposit a check into her account and, uh, and uh, take out the cash, and then I had three days to get it back into my account, which I would get back into my account by depositing a second check into her account to pay for that, in case anyone doesn't know what kiting checks are. So there's, that's what we were doing, um, what I was doing. Um, she was just helping me party with the money. Um, <laughs> so I had it up to $800. And... Um, um, my wife had always wanted to go up to the northern part of the island, and, and I always had an excuse not to go. And so finally she got smart and said, well, to hell with you, Mark. Um, I'm going to go by myself. So she went up on a Canada day up to Port Hardy, and, and man, 
from the story she tells, she had an awfully good time. It was good for her to uh, to do some things on her own and, and not rely on me to to uh, go with her to to do things like that. And uh, anyways, both the eight hundred dollar checks hit my account while she was gone, and she had her bank card. So I'm like, oh shit. I'm $1,641 overdrawn on my account now. What am I going to do? So I had got a credit card, and it had an $8,000 limit um, with the extra uh, uh, a gift of interest that I had promised to give to some mysterious thing called a bank. Um, yes, this guy, Mark, is all over the place. No, I don't have techniques to win or apply I don't I am all over the place and I don't have techniques um, guess number 10 because I figure that um, your ideas are the best ones for you I know I like my ideas better than anybody else's and so I would presume that you would do the same and that I would be kind of a jerk to try to tell you how you ought to run your life but I appreciate if you think you know how I should run mine I think you ought to tell me and I'll take it into consideration so um uh so we uh so I had these three credit card checks and at the time and I don't know that it had anything to do with it um I noticed that these three credit card checks which had come with the credit card had the name written in uh in what we call title case um back then I was concerned about this all capitals nonsense and that something I don't concern myself with anymore. Guest 10 probably knows much more about that than me. Um, um, so, uh, so I started thinking, well, let me try this. And, and see, I wouldn't have done this, I guess, if I didn't somehow deep down know. I wasn't afraid at all when I went to put this check in the, in the bank to cover the 1641. In fact, I didn't have any fear. I thought I might as well profit on this, so I wrote the check for twenty-six hundred and forty-one dollars because I, uh, I had I could take a thousand dollars out of my out of my account, you know, had the sort of account some people have where you could basically put a piece of paper in there and take out a thousand dollars each day, daily limit. So I put in a check for twenty-six forty-one on a Friday night, took out a thousand dollars to get the balance to zero, went in Monday morning. And closed the account. Now, the interesting thing to me about that particular check is that no one has ever asked word one about that check. I've never been asked a single question about that check. I wrote two more of them, which is why I'm, I'm pointing out this check in particular. I wrote two more checks. I've been asked about those. We'll talk about those. Well, we won't talk about those. I'll talk about those. And uh, guest 10 will, will maybe ask what I'm talking about. Um, and so there's been no interest in those by anybody. It's never been brought up, which to me is a very interesting thing. Um, I'm sure that there's people out there that could explain why that is. I don't know why it happened. I don't care to know. I don't need to know why it happened. I just know that it did. And I know that um, I was... I was prepared, as prepared as I would be today, to um, get rid of anybody who would try to make an issue out of it for me. 
anyways, I had two more checks left, and I didn't have a checking account or didn't have a bank account. Um, but my wife did. And so when she got back from her little holiday, um, I I wrote a check for $2,000. I didn't ask her to go do the dirty deed. I did it myself. And uh, I deposited the check for $2,000 on a Friday night because she had the same withdrawal limit. Took out 1000 Friday, took out 1000 Saturday. Went back on Tuesday or something, and her bank card was still working. So... Uh, um, Why are you promoting check fraud on Cheyenne's show? Who is First, this? Who is this? It doesn't matter who I am. It, it's all, it's everyone listening here. Do you, do you think you're like? What what what's your motive here? Do you think this is what Cheyenne wants to talk about is criminal behavior? Well, My name, my name, you can you can find me anywhere. My name is Face One, or you can find me, uh, you can come to my house. My name's Aaron Lane Moorfeld. I live in Texas. Come to my house. Now what? Now what? Okay. Well, you're asking me questions, Aaron, right? You're asking me to answer um, as if I think I'm doing what you think I'm doing. You're asking me you why. You could assess your okay. credit. So Aaron. Okay. Criminal activity now, or what? Aaron, why don't you get your own show? Or if you're going to ask me a question, when you get to the question mark, why are you why are you so angry? Why are you getting angry? Because you say I am. Because <laughs> it's true, I must be, right? You said I'm promoting check fraud too, so I must be doing that too. What else? What else do I think? Oh, that's that's what it sounds like. And I think you can look at the board and see that everyone's like, "What the hell is this dude talking about?" Okay. Well. I don't I don't look to other people to tell me what I'm thinking. How about you? I'm I'm not sure what you mean by that. I'm not, What I mean, Aaron, is if if I posted on the if I posted on the board right now that Aaron is thinking that he ought to go find a little boy to play with, do you think that that would make it true? That's what I'm do asking. Do you think Diane wants some dude on her show that nobody's ever heard of promoting why don't the you ask Diane, What are you asking me for? That commits check fraud with his wife who's the queen of law. I mean, are you kidding me? Well, you know what? I'm sure that you have your ideas, but it's like I said, Aaron, I maintain one prejudice, right? My only prejudice is against people that won't leave me alone with my prejudices. I'm glad that you're prejudiced against those things, and I don't have a problem with it. Okay, and I don't need to come to your house to talk about it. But Cheyenne has me on her show. What are you asking me what I think Cheyenne thinks for? I, I guess maybe it's because... It's respectful. Anyway, carry on. What's that? I said it's just respectful to, to try to, you know, think what the host thinks. But uh, anyway, carry on. Well, to me, respect is to not pretend that you could know what somebody else thinks. I'm sure that Cheyenne is a big girl, and if she wants to to uh, hit the gong, she can shut me off at any time. So, Cheyenne, how about, well, uh, uh, if you're there, do you have a minute to chime in? Not that I need any confirmation from anybody. Then but, why are you asking? Um, why am I asking? Yeah, I know it was a stupid idea to ask Cheyenne what she thinks anyways. You're right. Okay, so why don't you just move yourself out and I'll carry on. Carry on. Thank you. 
Okay. You have my permission to carry on. I have your permission. <laughs> okay, Aaron. You have my permission to to uh do what you like. Okay. Um so where was I when I was so rudely interrupted? Oh, that's right. I was partying with the money from the two thousand dollar check. Um and uh and I can understand why some people would look at it as fraud. Now, I distinctly asked, okay, well, that was the first check for 2000 We partied on that one. Then wrote another one for 5000 And I got 3500 of that out. And, and uh, I wasn't in a hurry to get the rest out because they hadn't stopped me so far. So what I thought was true, which, which what I thought was, is that... Um, that uh, if there was any fraud that had been done, it certainly wasn't being done by me. It had been done on me. And um, that this money, so-called, so um, was was mine. It was it was not, not mine in the sense, but uh, that anything that I could possibly buy with money has already been paid for because all there is out there is a man's labor. That is the money. want to talk about it however they want they're welcome to believe whatever they want i'm just telling you what i believe certainly couldn't have been fraud in my eyes because for me money what we call money what we use as money checks and those plastic bills they're plastic up here on canada now and still fancy colored they're just an evidence of a man's labor so anything that i could possibly purchase has already been paid for and Somehow I found myself in this system where there's people that were sucking my life's energy, my labor, stealing it from me and from other people. And, uh, hey, I don't have anything against that. I'm not going to stop them. I'm not going to try to stop them. Anybody that tries to, to promote, we ought to shut down the banks and that. I tell them, why don't you mind your own business and go open your own bank. Into shutting down banks it's none of my business. In fact, these people do a wonderful service. Um, they uh, did some bank transfers for me, and they uh, they still do help me out when I need uh, to cash checks. And uh, and so these people that want to shut the banks down, I tell them to uh, you know leave people alone. And if you don't like it the way it is, then go do your own thing. So uh, so. Um, They, they, uh, I got 3500 of the oh. 5000 Hello? Oh. Who's that? Is that Aaron again? Um, no, this is me. I don't mean to suck your hard labor or partying out of you. Keep going. Okay. That's right. Thank you. Thanks for your permission. Um, so they turned off the bank card or whatever, however you want to say it. I went in to use it, and uh, I can't remember if the machine sucked the bank card up or if, it, if the machine read to uh, talk to the bank manager. So we went in to talk to the manager, and what I did was I agreed to pay. He owed me a check for $5,000, a photocopy of the check for $5,000, um, and uh, with a claim that my wife's account was $5,500 overdrawn, 
the original 2000 and the 3500 that we spent um, off the second one. So I said, Shirley, you give me back those checks, and I'll give you. Is there a, all of the is there a place we account. can look at these? Is there a place you can look at those? Yeah, now, do you have these images posted? What you can do is you can go write your own checks and look at your own. Because I wouldn't believe any, you know, because with Photoshop, I could make up anything I wanted. So I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't well, waste my time. I, I just, I oh, just oh got a, gosh. I just got a check from the you Secretary of State. Just put a of somebody. I just got a check from the Secretary of State, and I sent it to my friend. I'm not afraid to do that. Whatever. Anyways, you let me I really know. did. I've got a check. It's got the Secretary of State and all that information on it. But I, I sent a picture of it to my friend. I just wonder if there's a way you could do that. You can mark out the like important stuff, like the address or whatever. I'd just like to see that no, you know, you've done something. I was, trying, I, was trying, I was trying to tell you my thoughts on it. Now we've heard yours. Now can I say what I have to say about it? What I have to say about it is that anybody that has to ask me for proof of something, it seems to me that this is somebody that can't look. Go do it for yourself. I don't. I don't understand how. But I have done it for oh myself. Oh my God! You're going to go on again. I was just wondering if you you have any posted images of it. Said that if I did, I wouldn't bother posting them. I'm trying to explain why. Okay. I don't have any in them, and if I had them, my 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 apologies. Sorry. You don't have to apologize. Um, this is this is another one of my. Of the of the the things that I see is so harmful that 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 get perpetrated in these rooms is that people think that these offers of proof somehow mean something and to me somebody that's asking for something like that isn't hey how'd you go to jail for four months if your wife is a legal queen or something Cheyenne you know it's it's one thing um, I don't mind people asking me questions but I don't know who these people are that bark out in the middle of somebody else in the middle of a sentence. Think that this is a conversation. My apologies, sir. Please forgive me. I was just trying to get the details. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, how about um, I finish my story? And um, I'm I'm and, sorry. Stop. Please please oh, no, forgive no. me for interrupting you. No problem. And if you want if you want to talk further, or if I don't get to that, um, which I I possibly will, then. Uh, you could uh, find me. Are you in the Skype group? Yeah, I'm in Skype groups. It's very rude of me. Please forgive me. By the way, um, if you don't understand their codes, then what are you doing going to re-register you, the, the car? How does that work? Going to which? Like if you don't understand some codes or yeah. language, then you go down and say, hey, I need permission to you know, use my property. Oh, the re to register the, the car? Okay, that's, that's what my wife yeah. does. Right. Can you see um my, yeah, what, is she, what I'm saying is, why, why does she re-register it, like, if, if you don't understand their language? Right. She, because the registration right. says you do understand their language. Well, um, um, yes. Um, now, that's something that you would have to ask her now, but I'll tell you what. Can you I put her on the phone, please? Because I can't make sense um, out of you. Okay. Just let me try to just let me try to explain my understanding. Does anybody within uh, 10 feet of you have a pair of balls? Ten feet of me have a pair of balls. I know how close are you. That was a good one. Can you What's put your, your wife on the phone? What's your address? <laughs> no, no, my wife wouldn't uh, talk to anybody as rude as you, as 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 you that would talk over top of people while they're trying to talk. 
I doubt that she would put up with that. She doesn't put up with it for me. How about your wife? Can you put her on the phone? Please forgive me, sir. Carry on. Carry on. Thank you. Now, would you like me to uh, to try and uh, talk about the registration? Oh, no, yes, yes, yes. yes. Who's who's that keeps interrupting? Is that that Aaron fella? Would you quit? <laughs> the fuck I know. Listen, fuck you guys. I don't know what. What's your name? <laughs> My name is Bob Titus. Bob Titus. Okay, you're one of these guys that just hides in a bush and jumps out and goes, fuck you. No, that was me. No. Okay. Robin's told me there were some assholes that would show up on this show. She must have been talking about you guys. Might have been talking about the guest, actually. Yeah, well, uh, definitely. I tell people, look, I'm the number one asshole. And if you guys think that there's an asshole any smarter or better than me, you're going to have to get in line behind me. All assholes line up behind me. I'm the head asshole, and it makes it so that I can deal with you people like you very well. <laughs> because I've been no. telling like you are one. <laughs> How about you, buddy? Anyways, um, why don't uh, why don't either you take over the show, or I'll go on my way. Uh, Mark, don't don't let that guy interrupt you. Carry on, and if you could throw in, what do you know about void orders or void judgments? I think oh. Sam mentioned it last night. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know anything about void. Well, you know, I, what it is for me is that I understand this concept. Um, this, this is something maybe that that um, people might might want to might want to hear. Um, for me, um, and and with my experience um, of going through the the system, at one time I they had tried to put 16 charges on me and 14 of them I had made disappear. Um, um, granted, uh, nine of them, seven of them disappeared one day um, um, with uh, uh, with me pleading guilty to uh, uh, accepting their extortion um, so that I could get out of, the, out of their hideout. Um, they were holding me in remand and so they told me that if I pled... They actually told me if I pled guilty, they would drop five charges, but there was four charges that were hiding in the weeds that they they really wanted to get rid of, so they threw those in. So that what, were the, what were the charges? Do you remember any of them, just real quick, so we have an idea uh, of like what you came up? Um, yeah, actually, this is a this is a good thing that you brought this up. See, after I read Rob, uh, now I'm going back around there. We'll get away from this. Uh, from this uh, money thing, and maybe I'll get back to it again if anybody ever wants to hear it. I'm in the Skype groups if anybody wants to hear this, but um, this this is awesome that you asked me these questions because uh, it'll get me back on track to to. Uh, so when I after I read Rob Menard, I'm the type of guy that um, I'm not going to listen to Rob Ryder. No, Rob Menard. He's a guy. Okay, sorry. A, kind of a um, it's like a half native guy up here in Vancouver, Canada. Anyways, Rob is is uh, easy to find online, um, and uh, so I wanted to find this stuff out for myself. So I was driving. Um, I'm not sure, like a was a would have been a two-hour drive if you did on the speed limit to work every day, and and I was going back and forth trying to get stopped. It took me six weeks to get stopped by the cops doing what I was doing, 110 in a in a 80 zone or something, 
And they tried to charge me with obstructing justice, resisting arrest, uh, possession of marijuana. After all, I did have an eighth of pot and possession for the purpose, because after all, I did have an eighth of weed. Now, I do have a video um, of that stop. Um, the nice officer came up to the window. He, um, I would hold a, a video of me holding court on the side of the road. If anybody wants to see my videos, my nonsenses, um, you can go onto YouTube, and if you type in the not sure seven, all one word, the not sure, so T H E N O T S U R E and the number seven. Um, I'm not. I'm not sure what you just. Can you repeat that? Here, like you. You see, I'm in the. I'm in the chat room. It's not sure seven. So let me type it in here. Uh, type in the not sure seven. So type the. Type that into a, the YouTube search, and that'll take you to my YouTube page, where I have uh, this first stop that I'm talking about. Um, they offered me four charges on the side of the road. I got all. I got all four of them dropped. Um, a couple weeks later, they offered me uh, two more charges in obstruct and a resist, and uh, those disappeared as well. Now, I think that those six showed up again later. Um, um, but, but anyways, none, nonetheless. Um, and then... Uh, then Oh geez, lots of obstruct and resist. This is their favorite, their favorite thing. If you, when you, when I hold court at the side of the road, immediately, almost every time, it's resisting arrest and obstructing justice, obstructing a peace officer and his lawful duties. Some bullshit. Do you like present a license or something when you are asked for it? No, I I don't. I I ask if if you watch the question, if you watch the video. Um, I'm not sure what I titled it. I've never had this experience. Like, does the officer look? Can you please tell me your name so I can see see if you're okay or like some kind of terrorist or something? Yeah. No, I just ask them. You know <clears> what <throat> law says that I have to. See, I, what I do is I, I I get that. What I want to know is like in your experience because you've yeah. I don't know how many times you've been pulled over, but like, does the cop say, hey, you have some form of identification or something, or do they ask for a name or how does it go? Um. Um, I've never. Let's see. Only Do you say one. Black Lives Black Lives Matter? <laughs> that no, was a joke. I, see, seriously, that, seriously, but I, pretend, no, that's fine. Look, if you could go I, back I'm, when you're getting pulled over, does does officer say, "Hey, you got any ID on you, or, or what's your name, or anything?" Yeah. See, I've only been given what I considered one good answer from a cop ever, and it was that same guy that I was telling you that that. Uh, that I was so sure doesn't understand any of this stuff. You know, uh, so much of this stuff, I don't know if it's me. It's, uh, I figure it's got to be me. It's part of my approach. I, I, I like to think that I'm calm and cool until they break the law and that I'm all so nice and that, but there must be some attitude that I'm giving off that just pisses these guys off from the start. Um, they've never, they seem to just get mad. They're Illuminati, man. They work for the Pope and stuff, you know? Well, I don't know that. Um, for, for As far as I've seen, you know, like, hey, I, I had dinner with some of these guys um, that they didn't know what I was doing. They were neighbors of, of a relative of mine, right? 
they, these are normal people. So the RCMP, like most of these guys, uh, hey, if if these guys are Illuminati and and they really know what's going on, they're doing a good job of being stupid about it. Um, because I see, uh, you know, obviously, um, in my home, in in where I live now, um, Powell River, British Columbia, and where I had most of my fun, Duncan, British Columbia, on Vancouver Island, there's somebody that knew. There's somebody that knows. Huh? But it, but when they tell them to let some asshole like me go, it confuses them. Really confuses them. They can't set it straight in their head. Why would we have to let this mouthy little black bastard go? Right? Not only did was he speeding, he didn't give the license. And not only that, you should have seen the way he talked to us. Um, and, and that sort of shit. So, um, so it, it's confusing to these four these poor people. I feel sorry for them. I told the, the fellas in Powell River that their boss was an asshole because he hadn't told them there was a man in town and uh, that it was obvious to me that, that they hadn't been told to uh, that they could get themselves into trouble by, um, you know, pushing me around, threatening me. And, uh, and so I told them I didn't think their boss was a very nice fella not to let them know that... Uh, that, but you know they can't let them know. This is the thing. You can't let these uh, can't let these people know this. Um, first of all, because I look and see how hard it is to fit into the brains of the people in the Skype groups that are coming there to try and fi- figure it out. I see how hard it is to uh, to uh, uh, to help people like like my uncle who's listening to the show right now. Um, see these things himself, right? People that want to know this stuff, they find it so difficult to pick it up. The idea that um, th- that these police officers could possibly understand this stuff, to me, is crazy. It's like um, I took my kids out of school um, because I saw it was harmful. And like, now, now let me try to explain to a teacher whose entire life is based on and around schooling that schooling is harmful to kids. Huh? I, I'd, be, I'd be retarded to, to try to explain that to them. So whoever that was that was asking earlier if I am a retard, yes, I am a retard because I actually tried to explain that to some teachers for a while. So uh, Damn, I really like your style. You sound like you're living a free man life, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, uh, I, I tell people freedom is only useful to a slave, and I'm not really sure what it is, but... Uh, I'm I'm having fun. My wife and I will lay in bed at night and just laugh uh, um, because we feel as if we are living a life, and and we've had so much fun. Like it's so much fun not to not to have an ounce of fear about these about these. Men. I know a peace of and mind. If you're if you're angry, it will destroy you. Oh, not yeah. only others, but yeah. Yeah, and and uh, and and I feel sorry for them. It's a and it's a it's another step I see when when you actually feel sorry for these people to see the confusion in their faces. I love to tell the story when I was in the courthouse one day, and I noticed on the door it said no video cameras past this point. So there I saw a cop standing there waiting to you know go do his thing or whatever. So I went up to him and I said, hey, if you stop me out on the road and I had a video camera rolling on my dash, would you have a problem with that, buddy? And he said, why no? He says, 
because uh, it'd be in the public. So I says to him, I point at the door where that sign is, and I said, well, you see that sign on the door? It says no cameras beyond this point. So, hmm, so that must be private property on the other side of that door then. What do you think, sir? Well, he just gets this confused look on his face, right? <laughs> so I said, can I, be for- can I be forced to do business with a private corporation like can Walmart drag me into the store and make me do business with them? Now I'm watching this guy. What were you doing in their court, though, to, to have this argument? Oh, it wasn't an Well, I don't see it as an argument, but how, however you want to talk about it. I was in there for some other thing. I mean, shit, it took them 33 months to run my wife and I through a drug case. Um, why do Speaking I of that, that, right quick, because I, I don't mean to interrupt, but i got to no, ask questions before we all forget. And you referred to your wife as the queen of law or something. Oh, yeah. But then, uh, yeah. then, you, mentioned, then you mentioned four months in jail. Yeah, so what me. happened there? Okay, now, right. So now I'm going to tell you right now, um, this, is, this is why I call her the queen of law. Did, she, did she get you put in jail for four months, you know, to take oh, a vacation? No. You know, some women, oh, some no. women will do well, that. Well, I you know. don't know. You know what? <laughs> You'd have to ask her that. <laughs> Maybe she did. If she did, she's doing a good job of hiding it. But I really don't think that's what happened. But, hey, you never know, you know. Um, <laughs> that's that's hilarious. <laughs> I like you. Um, <laughs> hey, right quick, do you have, like, a PayPal account or some videos? Because I got this one friend that I was trying to, you know, get some stuff out of him like you're doing now. You're doing really good, by the way. But he won't talk to me because I won't send him a donation. Because you won't send him a donation? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I, so mean, I just wonder if you, you have like a PayPal or something. I do have a PayPal, and I would prefer donations, but I also like to hear myself talk. Um, All right, carry on, guys. Sorry about that. Uh, okay, no no problem. Um <laughs> The uh, the uh, psychedelic rambling call, just so you know, it's usually on Monday night. That's Mike Miller's call, but go ahead. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I'll have to make sure that I that I get there. But I'm, I'm usually so stoned on acid by four o'clock on Mondays that I'm no good to anybody. So I don't know. Maybe I'd fit in then. <laughs> I don't know. The, we, we all do. We all do. Are the motifs for the show? Uh, well, anyways. Um, okay, so here we go. Um, um, uh, so after I had got stopped the first two times, six charges dropped, two on the side of the road, two they basically kicked me out of the police station at two in the morning. No, they no they didn't kick me out. They drove me home because I insisted on a ride. And uh, so I decided, hell, yeah, I could do whatever I wanted. And there was some people in in my town that were uh, favoring a particular. Um, what some people call a narcotic, whatever. My dad tried to jack me up about selling drugs, and I told him, you know, first of all, I've never had one customer that complained, and just because your drug pusher wears a white coat, I don't know why you're looking down on me. So anyways, um, so I was uh, um, was helping out some of my friends, and uh, we got stopped. So the queen, the queen had all of the dope on her. Every bit of it. I never had a bit of it on me. And the queen didn't get charged with possession. (laughs) She didn't get charged with anything. (laughs) Well, actually, I shouldn't say that because they did 
they did end up charging her. Her first charge was a failure to appear. Now, if anybody can explain that to me, I'd love to hear it. But there is evidence for that. Her first charge is a failure to appear. Appear for what? Well, that's a damn good question. How could you get charged with failure to appear as your first charge? You would think that it would have to be failure to appear for something, but there's no original charge for the queen. Their first charge is failure to appear. There's no possession charge for the queen. Um, and uh, if you look on CSO online, you'll find the failure to appear and the breach of a bail order, which, again, is what bail order could possibly have been there. She had never been charged in the first place. And Mark, Mr. Smart Guy, who thought he knew everything, I spent four months in jail. <laughs> so that's why I call my wife the Queen of Law, because she's much smarter than me, smart enough to keep her mouth shut. Um, someone was asking about courtroom techniques. Well, I'm going to give you the Queen's courtroom techniques right now, because they're very simple. Um, she said two things. She was in court. Basically, this is all she said. I don't understand anything that's going on here. I don't even know why I'm here. There you go. There's the there's the how to win in court course for, for the evening and maybe for the century. Um, she was never charged. Um, four years later, she well, supposedly it still shows on uh, online. Last time I looked at these, these charges that I just mentioned. But she applied for a liquor license and got had to get a criminal record check, and the criminal record check came back clean. So the queen has a clean uh, a clean record, and even the four months that I spent in jail, when I look at it, um, I I might have posted that up on my YouTube channel, but it's not very clear. I was sentenced to five months, six days, and then credited six months pre-sentence. So um, it seems to me the judge was smart enough to wash his hands of it, sentenced me to five months, six days, credited me six months, which shows me I shouldn't have spent a day in jail. So um, so definitely then I, I don't think I could draw any other conclusion except that I threw myself in jail. Um, and... Uh, and uh, I did order um, David Johnson, the man acting as Governor General, tried to order him to have me thrown out of jail, and um, I was told that the paperwork didn't get to him. Maybe that's why. Who knows? All I know is that I did four months. Um, and uh, the Queen, they held her for, you know, just just because of of the original evening. They They held us overnight. Or not overnight till three in the morning when they caught us with the drugs. Um, gave her back the sixty dollars she had in her purse. Asked us to come back in two weeks for fingerprinting and identification, which to me was the first tip off that they didn't have nothing. Uh, why didn't they? Whoa, whoa, why? whoa! You you said drugs. I call it property. There you go. Sorry, sorry. Thank, thanks for. Uh, I'm still getting used to that one. You know, like I'm still getting used to. Uh, I'm still getting used to that. And uh, so, and I, I find myself, uh, yeah, anyways, th thank, thank you, it's property, you're exactly right. So, um, so yes, um, the important part of the thing is that they asked us, they didn't take our pictures and fingerprints that night, um, um, and asked us to come back in two weeks 
for pictures and and uh, and a bit of a visit. We didn't go back for the identification and found that we weren't on the court docket for the day that uh, that they had invited us and that they had extorted us or tried to extort us into coming, threatened us that we'd better come that day. Well, they forgot to send us our invitations, our formal invitations, or put us on the party list. So we just didn't go. And that's where, where Joanne Powers came in and uh, had to do some fraud or defrauding or whatever, some where where she did some wrong, that's for damn sure, to uh, resurrect this matter. And uh, so I ended up in jail. You know, you could say, I could say, like, first of all, I'm willing to take responsibility for it. But I had to have some help from some pretty underhanded people. Uh, Joanne Powers was one of them. Her, her name and signature is all over the mess that uh, that they made, and um, and and just behind me spending the time in jail. But um, it was it was such a good thing for me because I was just getting so scattered, and I was trying Dean stuff and Winston stuff and Rob stuff and and Rob uh, Rob Ryder's Void Judgment. No. Specifically, Cheyenne did say you knew about void judgments. Did I knew about void judgments? Um, yeah, Cheyenne prefaced this last night, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, um, I uh, I don't know where, where she would have got that idea. She might, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure where, where she would have got that idea. I'm, I'm not really sure about, about um, our initial conversation, but, um, Maybe maybe I told her that I'm I'm in the process of of uh, like yeah see to even call it that right to me it's just um, just um, I wouldn't even use that that term I would just say these people never had jurisdiction they never had my consent I say jurisdiction is consent they need my consent when they stop me at the side of the road they need my consent to put me in the cop car, to put me in the cell at the police station. They need my consent to, um, could you roll me a smoke, honey, and I'll come up. Um, uh, I'm still good, thanks. Sorry, guys, the queen's just seeing if I need a refill on my wine. Um, they need your consent to go into court to talk to the man in the black dress, and they need your consent to go to jail. So, um, there's all of these points where they need your consent, and if at any point they didn't have it, you know, obviously if they didn't have it at any of the points before, you may have agreed to go to, to jail. Well, then it's unlawful. If there's any point. So unless they had, I say, they need your continued consent. Where, uh, start. Where's that written, or did you read? Can I read that somewhere, or like verify or confirm that? I've heard that, but I just never seen well, it. I I hadn't seen it, and you know I don't like to claim originality for things, and then find out later that it's written somewhere else. I'd never seen it. I've never seen it written like that before. Um, so I don't want to claim originality on it. Maybe I did see it, and I'm just good at at forgetting things 
so that I can ruffle my feathers to claim originality for it. Doesn't, but doesn't, I, isn't that one of the key? Um, isn't that one of the key talking points of Robert Menard? Is consent, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So see, that that's why. Like, um, maybe maybe Rob did say it, right? It's just it's just it's how I see it. Is that they need my agreement, and I'll tell you. Um, I verified these things. This is this is the thing. This is why I went out to get stopped. Um, I, I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell anybody anything that I haven't done. I'm telling you people what I've done, um, and uh, you know, if people want to ask me what I think, well, that's that's another thing. What I think is that uh, if I don't know, I ought to shut my mouth about it, or at least tell you that I don't know. Um, but, the Queen's uh, name, Angie? No. No. <clears throat> okay, I think Angie's on. She had a similar story last night. No, no. No, no. The Queen's name is Eileen. She's a sweetheart. We just had our 30th um, wedding anniversary um, in August. So we've been together for over 30 years. And. Uh, well, that was nice uh, of you to say, but I'm. I don't know that I'm that good. What's that? <laughs> this is the Angie he's talking about. I don't know that oh. I'm that good. <laughs> I think well, I need to get some of your wife's wisdom. <laughs> well, you know what is uh is um yeah the the, the wisdom. She she's just she's just a natural and um. So it takes me so long. I'm I'm so sick sometimes to to see, because uh, I want I want things explained. I'm I don't think I'm much different than than uh, you know I, I I talk about you know people always want somebody to tell them something and and deep down I'm that way too right and so it's frustrating to me to deal with my wife sometimes because she doesn't have anything to say and um, or. I don't hear when she says it because it's all just so simple. You know, um, her and the girls went out to the bar one night, and uh, they they pull up, and the cops are in the parking lot bothering people. And uh, she's driving the car because the girl that owns the car is, is already drunk. And my wife just wheels into the parking lot. So right away, the two girls that are with her is like, whoa, what are you doing? How come you didn't drive by? So anyways. Um, um, Smoky burnout. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure what you mean by that. <laughs> um, anyways, they they drove they drove in and and uh, they got out of the vehicle and and then uh, one of the girls asked my wife to go get something out of the back of this jeep and when she opened the this is something here. Okay, no, the a, a nice peace officer comes walking towards them and uh, and uh, she looks at him and says. Are we disturbing the peace? And she said he stopped in mid-stride and said, well, no, no, you're not disturbing the peace. And he turned and went the other way, left them alone. Then later one of the girls asked her to get something out of the back of this van, and by now they had brought more uh, police over to the party. And so when she opened the tailgate, some empty bottles fell over and clinkled and clanked. And so this the lady cop heard that and started moving towards the um, jeep and the first cop that she had asked the question to 
he ran over and grabbed that lady cop before she could get to the jeep. And whatever he said to her, he turned her away. So, uh, you know, it's it's not just what my wife says to these people. It's how she acts. There's no way to describe the look in her face. And when a cop starts being an asshole and breaking the law around her, she steps towards him. And they step back. And they don't put their hands on their gun. There's, there's no way to describe how she does it. So, um, you know, I appreciate... Um, uh, She's white. But for it to be called wisdom, but it's it's not like that. She can't explain it to you. She can't write it down. Um, it's just a natural thing for her. Um, um, she she For years, she said to me, Mark, I never... I, I, nobody came in and, and, and asked me... Uh, uh, about smoking pot. I never agreed not to smoke pot. So who the hell are they to tell me I can't? And I would say, oh, Eileen, you know, oh, that's nonsense. Everybody knows it was made into law. Everybody knows it. You know, for years I said that to her. It's just been natural to her for all these years, and I've been shutting her up, um, you know, by explaining it away and, and, you know, basically telling her, oh, stop, you know. You know it. Everybody knows it. And, uh, so now, so somehow it was it's just always been natural with this girl. Um, so I'm slowly losing even the nonsenses that I built up. And for me to help somebody um, means to, to in some way have interacted with them so that they lose the false ideas that they have. Um, and then they're going to stop acting off of those false ideas, finding themselves in trouble. And then they're going to do it the only way possible for each individual, and that's their way. Oh, there's one right way, all right, but it's different for everybody else. I got my way, the Queen's got her way. Um, Unfortunately for a lot of people, if they press me, I can explain my way, and then they go off and they try and do it, and they're going to fall flat on their face. And um, and unfortunately for for most people, um, if they watched my wife um, trying to figure out what she does, they'd probably write it down, <laughs> write some nonsense down, and try to do that, and they'd fall flat on their face. <coughs> so for me, um, I appreciate what's going on in in the Skype groups and what so many people are trying to do. Um, it frustrates the hell out of me since I, I Hey, what happened with Rob not Robin, what happened with Julie the other night? Some cop showed up to a fourteen year old's something or other and she was telling everybody to pray. What happened? I never heard anything. Who are you asking? You you familiar with uh, Julie and her handler, uh Robin Z Robin, Robin Armstrong? Oh, I, I am, but you know, I like I left the Skype groups for a long time, only came back about a week ago. Um, basically to promote myself, <laughs> but anyways, um, so I don't know. I've only I've only listened to about. I'm still listening to the Julie shows that she did with Cheyenne, so um, I'm I'm not up to date. I don't know. I don't know if Rob. How, how much how much Carl have you listened to? All of it, every bit of it, at least three or four times, maybe five times. Everything okay. I could possibly find of Carl's I've listened to. Um, it, uh, yeah, 
I mean, I was fortunate to to work I work for myself, and so I could listen to it all day. And I've listened to everything that I know that's available of Carl's at least three times. Then I listen to Craig Lynch's, you know, the little clips that Craig puts together. I love that stuff. Um, I've listened to all of, you know, each one of those at least four, five, six times. Um, so, Can you tell me how to beat my wife and get away with it? Well, yes, I can. <laughs> Please do, brother. Please do. I can. but Domestic. Uh, but I'll tell you what. How about I need her permission first, and then then I tell you how. You get you get me her permission, and then I'll tell you how to do it. <laughs> no, if you've listened to Carl, and you understand it, if you're not joking, okay, then you already know how to do it. Or no, sorry, if you are jo- only if you are joking, you already know how to do it. So. Well, I just hope that you're joking. If you're not joking, you'll never figure it out. So there's no help for you if you're not joking. If you are joking, then you already know how to beat your wife and get away with it. So that would tell me that you probably would never do it, buddy. How is that for a non-answer? Got any more questions? It better be beating her to the bed, not <laughs> literally backing around. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you see, my my fault. I never asked him to beat her at what, right? Like, uh, I live with a I live with a guy. He's sixty seven years old. I call him Jesus because he he really does remind me of a, of a Jesus. I have my ideas that Jesus was not a not a proper name, but it was a title, just like the Buddha. It's not a proper name, but a title. And if you look at Gnosticism. Then in Gnosticism, you tried to become the Jesus, and the Jesus and Buddha meant the man who woke up. So, uh, so um, I have a very good friend, and I call him Jesus because he reminds me of the man and the, the, the story of the Book of Jesus. And so, when people ask him, "What do you do?" he says, "About what?" You no, know, he knows they're asking him what he does for work, but. That's just the way he he replies about what. So I I forgot to ask this fella um, what he wanted to know how to beat his wife at. I don't know many board games. Are you still there, fella? Not sure who I was talking to. Anybody else have any questions? I've heard all my stories already. Would you mind reposting the thing you put? I, I just logged in and erased everything before that, but you were saying where I think you put a link up or something you said. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is my, uh, this is my, somebody put, the, somebody actually had the link. Uh, not your seven. If you just put that in. YouTube. Oh, where did that go? I see. No, what the heck? Blocking me out or something? Someone in the chat wanted to know how to access their chronic account. <laughs> chronic account? <laughs> well, <laughs> um, um, 
Well, I hear that the, uh, I hear that the, uh, I wonder what's going on with this, uh, board because I'm, I'm posting and my, what I'm, what I'm typing is not going into the board. Anyways, um, how do you access your chronic account? Well, I think it would be no, no different than accessing any of the accounts, um, but that's a good question. I think the queen might be able to help you out in that area more. She knows more about that. You build motorcycles? I do not build motorcycles. I am a, I would build myself as a, a bit of a tinker and I, I, uh, no, you can't hear me online anymore? Am I still, am I still online? Yeah. Okay. Um, um, I, my uncles were, uh, my mom's got 16 brothers and sisters. She's the oldest. So, uh, so, um, I, and they lived on a farm. So, so I had, I had a lot of experience with that. And then my uncle's, uh, um, is it a paper filter, a uh, real filter? Um, then my uncle started a construction company, a couple of construction companies. So I had a hammer in my hand since I was 12. And now I, I love tinkering with computers, keeping old computers going. Um, and I still do some construction, but I'm 52 years young and starting to feel it. So I'm thinking about uh, doing something different. I did some sales, sold $2,000 vacuums for a while. That was a bunch of fun. I sold a lot of different things, but uh, that probably sucked. Kirby? Oh yeah, it sucked. No, no, we, no, I didn't sell Kirby. I sold uh, Electrolux for a very short time. I sold a Canadian knockoff of the uh, the TriStar. You know, the little bullet-shaped or pig-shaped one. TriStar. It was called Compact. It used to be called Compact TriStar. Um, I sold that one. It was a Canadian knockoff called a Miracle Mate, and uh, what other one did I sell? I'm not sure, uh, but but it was it was a lot of fun. I I really learned a lot and came out of my shell um, doing the sales. So uh, sorry if there's background noise here, guys. I I just came outside for a smoke and I'm staying right beside a highway here, so. I'll, Kind of try and move away and get the. Hope that's better. So yeah, I'm a bit of a tinkerer and I, I work for myself because I just I don't I don't I don't fit well with this thing that people call authority and somebody telling me what telling me what to do and when I should work and all of that nonsense. So. Uh, so, yeah. Um. So I'm just kind of trying to think of uh so some some of uh I have a lot of videos on on the YouTube the um the second time I got stopped so oh, the, this is another story too my son-in-law put the the first video um I think I I had titled it fun with police officers fun with peace officers but um, my my son-in-law posted it on YouTube, and it was taken down within two days for copyright infringement. <laughs> that's 
That was back in 2009 or 2008. I didn't bother with it till last year. I tried to post it when I opened my channel, and it wouldn't even go up because it was already tagged and flagged for copyright infringement. So I sent an email to the fine, fine people at the legal department of YouTube and asked, who is the man who claims, I put the word copy in brackets, right to my property? And they came back and directed me to the complaint department. And um, I sent another email saying a man does not complain. And I require you provide the name of the man or woman who claims right to my property. And about 35 minutes later, the uh, video was was posted. They 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 let it through. They put it up. Um, so. Um, you got any tactics like share some information? How you how you win? You know, stay out of situations. In what sort what sort of situations? Uh, traffic. Traffic. What I do is. Is I I try to pin them as a peace officer because I, I have read some of their stuff, and my understanding is that a man swears an oath as a peace officer to act in accordance with law. That's how I understood, and that's what I read. I've confirmed it as much as I can with the fine men and women who drive those cars with flashy lights on them. And so when they get to the window, now I give them a piece of paper, which I would suggest to people. I give them a card that says um, this interaction is being recorded and streamed to the internet. Now, regardless of whether I am or not, that they think that it may be, um, has them um, behave. Let's just put it that way. I give them a piece of paper. That's the first thing that it says on the top is this interaction is being recorded and streamed to the internet. Any inter Rolling paper? Uh, pardon me? Sorry, I was talking to somebody else. Oh, rolling paper, yeah. <laughs> well, if that's all I had, I'd put it on a rolling paper. <laughs> and there's usually a few laying on the floor of my uh, of the Queen's car along with some empty beer cans. But that's another thing. Um, so I just have it on a little card. And uh, any interaction um, um, with, with me is done under the understanding that we're interacting man-to-man. -man. Um, and that my understanding is that they for an oath as a peace officer to act in accordance with law. So I, I asked them questions like, uh, I'm sure I got this from Rob Menard. Are you acting as a, or maybe it was, was uh, Mary actually, are you acting as a policy enforcement officer today or as a peace officer? And uh, and um, this might be on that, that video with uh, Calabari. It's a seven-minute video on my YouTube site. And he says, well, I'm acting as a police officer. I said, uh, you're a police officer? I said, you swore an oath as a police officer or as a peace officer? And he says, well, I swore an oath as a peace officer. I said, okay, great. So I I get them, try to get them to admit that they're a peace officer. And then I say, so you've sworn an oath to act in accordance with law, correct, sir? And they say, yes. I say, okay, what law says I have to even talk to you? For me, there's a clear distinction between legal and lawful. I'm not talking to these Hang people. on. Go back about three sentences. What did you say? I'm writing this down. Okay. A peace and police? Yeah, police officer. They'll call themselves police officers, um, whatever the, whatever it is. They've sworn an oath 
on Canada anyways. They're sworn an oath as peace officers. Sorry, I, I don't have my dentures in, so some of my uh, some of the speaking that I do isn't really clear. Um, so they swore oath as a peace officer, and it's interesting that a sheriff on Canada, is, his oath includes the word property in it, which is very interesting. So I guess he's the guy that's going to get my property back that the uh, nice peace officers took from me. So I, I put them in the position of a peace officer by asking them questions. Um, this is what I found works works for me in court, works for me on the side of the road. And when I say works, it doesn't mean that they always leave me alone because they got tired of doing that after a couple of tries. And they would take me in and threaten me in the police station. But eventually, um, I... Uh, I like I said I got 14 out of 16 charges dropped and and I don't blame them <laughs> for 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 pursuing me because I I was running around town telling everybody how to do this and and uh, they knew that I was because people were starting to to use my shtick if you want to call it that and get themselves out of some trouble so so they had they they have to give the illusion oh well that Mark guy he's been to jail so you know everything he says is bullshit don't listen to him which is uh, how a lot of these a lot of these people that don't have anything to do with their life except to poo poo on what other people do like this Doziak guy or whatever whoever he is um, this is how they um, live their lives and prove that Mark Drake's doesn't know what he's talking about because Mark Drake's went to jail well um, Mark Drake's went to jail Mark says. Because he knows what he's talking about, because he knows how to deal with these people, and and because Mark has a bit of a big mouth and isn't afraid to tell people, and it's simple. It's simple because um, I'm telling you what I did. I'm certainly not telling you what to do, with a with a basic understanding of what I'm saying. That there's the legal and there's lawful. I don't know anything about legal. I uh, to me lawful is simple. Who's a man that's saying? that I'd done something, these these uh, peace officers swore an oath to act in accordance with law. Wonderful. Now tell me what law says that I have to do anything that you say, that I have to even talk to you. What law? And the second they open their mouth with some legal mumbo-jumbo, then, um, then I point out to them that uh, I asked them for a law and they provided me with an act or a code. Did you swear an oath to act in accordance with the Motor Vehicle Act, sir? Oh, no, you didn't? Okay, then let me ask you again. What law does I have to do anything that you say that I have to listen to anything that you say? And they don't have an answer for it. It sort of stuns them. But since they're not very different than most humans, they're very well programmed, um, they just carry on, you know, on automatic and uh, and do the job. You know, it's just the job. I've I've had them. You know, it's nothing personal, Mark. You know, it's, it's just it's just my job. <laughs> yeah, okay, well, that's no problem. I don't have a problem with you doing your job. But in the end, if it causes a man harm, then then I'll be talking to your boss. So so basically that's it. I draw the distinction between legal and lawful. These men that drive the fancy cars with the flashing lights, they swore an oath as a peace officer. I get them to to say that and to agree to that and then after that there's only one thing to talk about what law what law did you say what law is it and I do that in in uh, 
in uh, court. I did that with a judge. The first time I walked into court, I asked the judge if what law says that I have to follow any of the rules that you folks have here. He was very smart, didn't open his mouth, held up the criminal code book. I said to him, sir, I asked you for a law and you provided me with a code. My understanding is not to differentiate between the two is tantamount to fraud. So in my eyes, I accused the judge of fraud. I wasn't in the courtroom for 30 seconds. He didn't bat an eye because he knows the law. And uh, so, um, and and then it dawned on me that every time I had got myself into trouble in court, it's because I was talking to these people, answering their questions. So um, I don't know who the hell they think they are, but I ain't answering their questions. I got questions. They're the ones that drug me to this party, and I didn't want to come. So they better explain to me. So I don't care what the hell they say. I asked them a question, and and I had got away from that when I watched that video, the first video, a seven-minute video or something. I can't remember what I titled it. Um on my YouTube site, but uh, I, when I watch it again, I notice that I think there's only one place in there where I actually make a statement. Almost everything that, uh, that I say is, uh, is, a, is a question. So, so in court, um, they'll call the name. Um, I'll jump up and say I'm here on that matter. Uh, they'll ask, are you Mr. Drakes? If they ask if I'm Mr. Drakes, I ask if there's any evidence before the court that I am. If they call me Mr. Drakes, I look over my shoulders, look over one shoulder and then the other, and say, are you talking to me? They say yes. Then uh, I'll, uh, yes, I'm told. They, they generally, see, the judges aren't that stupid. They won't just come out and say yes. They'll say, well, you know, well, are you saying you're not Mr. Drakes? I believe I asked if there's any evidence before the court that I am. And um, so I don't agree to any of their shit. I, I don't I don't act as if I know what the hell's going on. It's almost all questions. It's how I deal with these people. Same with the police officers. Um, I'm the one asking the questions here. And uh, um, that's how I roll. Um Let's see. Close to this to this site. Anthony. So so yeah. Oh, I don't understand. That's what the that was the first stop that I that I that I did. (laughs) Um, I had a lot of fun there. Then the second time I got stopped, me and the queen. I was driving with uh, no registration, no insurance, homemade license plates. and that's that Jennifer O'Connell. It's titled, Give Me Your ID So I Can Lawfully Arrest You. Here's a lady that knows my name. She called me by my name without me giving her ID. And she is just badgering to get me to say, to give her ID. Yet she claims later there's a warrant out for my arrest. She knows my name because I never gave her my ID. Um, she calls out my name herself. And um, and she's claiming there's a warrant out for my arrest, yet she hasn't grabbed me. She's still standing there asking me for my ID. So 
I titled the uh, that video, Give Me Your ID So I Can Lawfully Arrest You. Now, that was another interesting thing because they took the SD card out of my camera that time, brought it back to me. They made Jennifer bring it. Hey, this is Jeffrey. You're full of crap. I am? Right to the yeah. lip and over the top. I am full of crap. What's your name? Jeffrey, you don't win in court. I don't win in court? What, what date were you there with me? What's your name? Oh, another one of these guys that hides in the bushes and comes out. Jeffrey, you don't, and you don't you don't win in court. Who's Jeffrey? I'm Jeffrey. You're Jeffrey. Can you put yourself on mute before you talk to yourself, please? Very disturbing. Do you have anything else to say? This is this is Jeffrey. Yes. That's what you've said. You have no court wins. I don't. Or Jeffrey doesn't. Speak up. Okay, I know what. Wait till I'm talking. And I'm in the middle of a sentence and then start talking. Okay. Um so back to you, the, uh, you and Carl have no wins. Jan, are you still there? I've got other things to do besides have some. Keep, keep talking. Ignore that. Okay. Well, what I'm, you know, I'm. I was presuming that other people would want to be able to hear me when I'm talking instead of some loud motion up waiting until I'm talking and talking over top of me. Anyways, um, I'll try again. So, uh, so I, uh, so they took the SD card, um, out of my camera and, uh, made Jennifer bring it back 46 days later. Somebody told me they only have 45 days to, to return property or whatever that's here nor there. It appears to me that over the course of the 33 months, that uh, these uh, people were running me, well, that I was running... Hey, have you ever been work. shot in the pecker with a beanbag? Um, not with a beanbag. I did have a, a uh, what do you call those, a bloodsucker. I did have one on the end of my pecker when I was swimming in the Battle River. I have pictures for you if you'd like. Give me your email address, I'll send you the pictures. It's probably something that you'd enjoy. Just post your email address in the... No, there's a guy who was shot in the picker with a beanbag. I didn't know if that was you. Not me. <laughs> it's a hell of an idea, though. It's a hell of a thought. I don't know that I would enjoy that sort of thing. How did it feel when it happened to you? Hey, did you know there's only three types of people in this world, buddy? Those who can count and those who can't. Time for some jokes, because I got a lot of good ones. There's this guy, right? He's a sadist. Run 
turns into this masochist. And, you know, a sadist wants to hurt other people, and a masochist wants to get hurt, right? So the masochist says to the While you were in jail, did you have any well-hung black guys that you were a friend with? Well, I myself am a well-hung black guy. And I used to tell... Uh, oh, my. You just, re- you just reminded me of another joke that I would tell in jail, and you should have seen the looks on the faces of these guys when I told this one. I was in the bar, right? So I go to the washroom, right? And I'm standing at the urinal, minding my own business. And this guy comes in, and he stands at the urinal beside me. And all of a sudden, he grabs me, and he throws me on the ground, right? And he starts performing fellatio on me. So I I roll over, and I push this guy off, right? And I stand up, and I point at him, and I say, don't you ever do that again without asking me first. The guy's in jail. When I would tell that joke. I mean, you got no teeth, right? I mean, you you know what I'm saying? Have you seen pictures of me? How did you know? I have some teeth. I bet you could do that old golf ball through a garden hose. Well, you know, the last time, I've done it with a ping pong ball. But uh, I suspect that it only worked because the ping pong ball is a little bit softer than a golf ball. Who are these idiots that keep interrupting? Can you get through some like common law tactics and winning and stuff? These guys are very rude. Oh, well, I find it I find it difficult to talk when there's some people talking over top of me. So I'm I I presumed um, that that sort of nonsense would be cut out because uh, yeah I don't know you guys can hear me when I'm talking and. And some guy with garden hose stories comes in and talks over top of me. Can you guys still hear me when that nonsense is going on? Or am I wasting my time? Do you have some other things that I can do? It's hard to hear. Definitely is. So, but I probably want to hear what you have to say. Okay. Good. I'm going to carry on, though. I'm going to carry on, then. Where was I? Oh, yes. My name is Jeffrey. Um, I'm going to carry on. The uh, so so uh, Jennifer O'Connell brought back the uh, the the SD card. I didn't look at it for a while, but when I did put it um, into my computer a while a while later, um, the audio had been removed. Now I'm presuming this. All I can tell you is that the audio wasn't there any longer. You ever hear the woman in her stomach while you were in New Zealand? They they had that disc for 45, 46 days. And um, when I tried to play it on my Windows machine in whatever player Windows uses, used at that time, it wouldn't play. The, the video was there, but the audio wasn't. Now, at that stop, I gave, I handed Jennifer what was titled a notice of understanding. And... It was very interesting because reading that again, I realized how far away I got from a basic understanding that I had back then. And then I, was, I had started reading what Dean Clifford and these other jokers were saying and had got myself far away from what was natural to me when I wrote that notice back in 2011 where I stated that I was a man and that my understanding was that um, the difference between acts, codes, and statutes and the law, and that a man acting as a RCMP officer is sworn an oath as a peace officer. All of that was in that notice, along with a fee schedule that uh, unless they had a man that was 
that had a sworn affidavit that I had harmed him or a peace officer who had witnessed me um, disturb the peace, then they were welcome to hook me up with a pair of handcuffs. I just wanted $5,000 for that, $10,000 for giving me a ride in their nice little car, and $200 an hour for every hour that I spent in jail. So um, they have given me accommodations for 161 days or 41 days. I'm not sure. Um, It's a funny thing because, you know, my wife talks about this. We kind of go back and forth between whether we should sue for the money, sue, not sue, whether we should claim the money or not. Truth is, I didn't really know how to do that until I started listening to Carl, which I started doing when I got out in 2012. I started, in fact, I had just started to listen to Carl before I went into jail, but the, the all I had heard Carl say was, at that time, he only wanted to, he didn't want to deal with any criminal stuff, um, just with ladies. He was just helping ladies get their kids back. So that was when Carl first started. Um, it was early 2012, I'm going to say, because that's what I remember hearing him say, or those were maybe the first recorded shows of hers that I, of his that I heard. And But I had remembered Carl, and so when I got out of jail, I started listening to his stuff. And, um, and Carl... Uh, you know, from what I remember of listening to his stuff, he had said, I know how to get money from these people, but I'm not going to tell because most of you people are, you know, would just be, make a mess of it, not make a mess of it. However, Carl says it, how I would, how I heard it was that most of you assholes would run out and start charging cops and they'd be afraid to do their jobs. That's how I'm going to interpret. Obviously, that's not a quote of Carl's, but, uh, but he did let it slip. <laughs> he he did accidentally um, go through the process, and I heard it one day. And um, so it wasn't until last year, sometime mid uh, middle of the year last year, that I heard Carl actually describe the entire process of billing somebody. Um, you know, did it, did it done you a wrong? And um, but then when I started listening to Julie, I was amazed that I already knew how to do this in in a certain sense. Um, I really, you ever killed a man in Alabama? Uh, where do you live? Alabama. Um, well, not enough yet. Uh, what's your address? Anyways, um, so... Uh, He lives in Alabama. Alabama. <laughs> so um, I was watching some videos on that YouTube that Doe Asian. He's pretty good. Listening. Oh, uh, who's this? Is this not a not a heckler this time? Nope, he was the one talking to before. When you said you were surprised that you already knew the process. Um, I was surprised. I already knew a lot of the things. I had already done a lot of the things. Um, like. Um, I, I, I stopped, uh, a claim from, we have, we have a, it's a, I guess it's a government collection agency here called revenue services. So if you owe money to medical services or any of the, the government programs, these guys come after you. I had a nice chat with the fellow the other day 
about uh, about the last two court fines that they um, they asked me to pay. And I was asking him, who opened this account? I want to talk to the man or woman who opened this account. And this was before I listened to the first um, audio of Julie's. So I was just laughing when I when I listened to that because, um, um, yeah, I. Uh, I said that Doazic fellow on YouTube that you mentioned earlier. He's pretty good, Doazic. Doziak, I've been over there and bitch slapped that guy a few times. Well, Doazic, but yeah, Doziak sounds good. Yeah, I go over and bitch slap him every once in a while, but it doesn't seem to do much good because I think he got up again and still walking around. Um, I may be posted. You may see my strings in there as Jeremy Stewart, because at one time I, I uh, used to use that as an alias. And that used to be that. That was the name that I opened my YouTube channel on, because at one time I, I, I don't know what I was thinking, to, but you know, I had this idea that I might not want to have somebody know who I really was, but. At a certain point, when I started uh, posting the latest videos that I have, I switched. I switched over to my real name. If you guys believe that Mark Drakes is my real name, um, I might be. I might not be telling the truth on that. But yes, I've been over to Dozy X site, maybe as Jeremy Stewart, and smacked that fool a few times. So, um, so yes, Julie stuff resonated with me and I'd already used it to get rid of uh, medical services up here was badgering me for money and some other government agency was asking me for $3,500 and the letter that I saw that Julie wrote was um, almost exactly the, the thing that I wrote all these years ago. I'm certainly not saying she got it from me because I stole it from somebody else um, and it was just basically what I would write is I lawfully agree to pay all monies or I, I, I agree to pay all monies I lawfully owe upon proof of claim. I require you provide a copy of the bilateral contract binding both parties, um, the actual accounting, and um, uh, what the heck else did I ask them for? Um, um, so basically, agree, agree. Um, I agreed with these people, and this is this is another point that took me a long place to get to is to agree agree with everything these these fools say you must be right you certainly wouldn't be coming here and throwing me in the back of a cop car if you didn't have the right to do it sir you guys wouldn't do this you wouldn't ask me to pay money that I, that I didn't owe well I better pay it and I will pay it um, you know just to be prudent for my for my books and I'm sure you do the same I just have to have the paperwork just to make sure. You know, I'm not going to pay it before I get a proper receipt or a bill for it. So just send the bill over. And uh, I love to pay bills. So to agree with debt collectors and agree with these people, with uh, the people at the courthouse, if you find yourself there, um, wow. And uh, my uncle was having an issue with the cable company the other day, and he had a bit of a row with a couple of the guys, and I said to him, you know, he called in, and I said, well, let me deal with these guys. And I just agreed with the guy, and I had so much fun. And in the end, he gave us seven days of free cable and and something else I can't remember, but I had a riot too. So agree with these people. I believe in the good book it said agree with thy adversary. 
So much of this stuff, I'll tell you guys, I'm not a, I wouldn't call myself a religious man. I wouldn't call myself a spiritual man. Um, but I was lucky enough that my parents did take me to church when I was young. So, so many of the things that um, I heard every Sunday, um, I see around me. Um, it gives me certain questions like, I love asking a Christian why he's hurting his neck, looking at the sky so much when they told me on Sunday that the kingdom of heaven is within you. I'm not sure why people are looking looking up to the skies. But anyways, um Amen, amen. I must be so. Um another thing is when I was in, in jail I got a concordance Bible and which basically has an index so I was able to find everywhere in the Bible that they used the word law and uh that was a very interesting thing you know my my rationale was you know those guys want you to swear on a bible when you're in there so there must be something in there that relates to some of their nonsense so uh and i love the story rob menard tells i don't know if you guys have heard this so i'm going to tell it because people always laugh when i tell this is rob said when they asked him to put his hand on the bible do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? He says, no, because I don't know the whole truth and nothing but the truth. If I did, my name would be in the book, not my hand upon it. Then they try to take it away from him, and he says, no, I'll hold on to that. And when they start reading the charges, he opens the book and says, what page are you guys on? I don't see that in here. They ask you to swear on the Bible, and then they switch it over to the criminal code. He goes, oh, I didn't swear on that one. I don't know what the hell you guys are talking about. So so much of this is in what I simply call a good book. I like to say that an atheist and a Christian approach the Bible in the same way. They seem to both approach it as if the authors thought they were writing history. And I see it all as analogy. And it's a damn good analogy. There's lots of good stuff in there for any man. And... Uh, I love to push around. Can we get that Jeffrey on the chat board to call in? He's usually full of good questions. Jeffrey? Oh, Jeffrey is a very interesting man. He has lots of good questions. What's your name? Jeffrey, could you answer me, please? No, that Jeffrey on the chat board. You see him? Can you get him to call in? Let's let's see what Jeffrey has to say. (laughs) Jeffrey, speak up. What's your name? Okay, anyways, he must be an atheist. Um, I always tell atheists they ought to shut up because they haven't even read the book. So you don't even know what you're talking about. Um, It's one thing to talk about something that you've read, but for atheists to run around. He hasn't even read the book, and he thinks he ought to comment on it. It looks like foolishness to me. I predicted Jeffrey's an atheist. Um, I'm sure that he must be. Hey, Mark. Ask Jeffrey. Hello there. Hey, how you doing? Uh... You know, you've heard lots of Carl. A lot of us have. Would you, would you say that you are self-governing? I don't know what self-governing. Um, well, if if I understand how Carl uses that term, self-governing, um, um, sure. Um, I I. Uh, I guess how I might put the same thing is there's no authority. Nobody's going to tell me what to do. Oh, there are people that do that. Um, um, 
but they have to either uh, do it by force. That's why for me, the idea of law enforcement, the idea that laws need to be forced is so asinine to me. It just hurts my poor little brain. But self-governing, the way I see it is, no, there's nobody that could, that's, that is in a position to govern me. Nobody, nobody's you, in a position to tell me you, what to do. Don't you govern you? Uh, definitely not. There's no control here. This whole idea of control, thought, if I, thought is something that I'm interested in. I'm very interested in thought. And, so you know, do, you, do you talk to yourself and make decisions on your own? Um, hell no. I subscribe to what Brad Blanton says. If you stop before, if you, if you stop and think before you do something, you're about to fuck up. Um, I, the the way I see it, is that uh, the idea that there's a self here and that there's control here is asinine. Um, um, there, it's like when people talk about anger management. I said, well, there's, I can't imagine anything that would piss somebody off more than anger management. Like, when do you need to deal with anger? By the time you need to deal with anger, it's always too late. <laughs> There's nothing that can be done about anger until after it's there. So this idea that you could control your anger, oh my gosh, that must piss people off. When you're yeah, but if you don't believe in authority or the concept of authority, you know, someone, um, let's say, telling you what to do or whatever you think, whatever you believe authority is, um, how come in your videos you're constantly asking other men, if they have authority, if you don't believe in it. Well, uh, do I use the word authority? In my the concept. Opinion? I said concept. Yeah, see, I don't understand. What I've said at the start is that there's no authority, and I certainly don't not believe in authority any more than I... But then why are you why are you asking other men if if I have to do something if I have, if there's uh, if you don't believe in it why are you if, asking questions if you're not going to let me answer well because I'm yeah, getting the, the question you can get a valid I've answer see I've yeah. heard the question okay obviously what can you repeat the question you'd like to give my answer and just keep talking while I'm trying to answer holy smokes. Why do you keep asking men if you're required to do something and you're and you're if you don't believe that authority exists, then how come you're searching for it constantly? Well, I've heard what you said. Um, mm -hmm. What makes you th what makes you think that because you ask me a question about how you think about a situation that that's how I think about a situation, so that I could possibly answer? That well, it's your videos, right? So you know, you asked right. us to look at your that's videos. Right. Yeah. I ask the questions, and now you, I have somebody pretending to ask me questions, and they're not only talking over me, well, they're pretending that they want to hear what I have to say. They're giving their answers as if they were mine. If you want to hear what I have to say, buddy, when you get to the question mark, mm, try not talking anymore. Okay, if I've heard what you're saying. It's not making sense. Okay, then. Okay, yeah. then. Stop asking the question, and let's get on to the next caller, please. Disconnect his buzzer. Oh, no. Now oh. you're angry. Now you're angry again. Yeah, am I? That's, <laughs> thank you for telling me that. Thank you. For, thank you for telling me that I was asking for. I'm sure, lots of people tell you what to do. Actually. Oh, man, there's all kinds of them. Yes. Uh, hey, 
what, uh, being in the asshole lineup and in the and in the front of the asshole lineup, I find myself surrounded by assholes a lot. Just what number are you? So I could tell anybody that wanted to know how I see what's going on when I'm interacting with the fine men or women who act as peace officers. But do you, do you I'm feel not going to let them? Yes. No. Do you feel that your videos are a success when you end up? Walking away what, I feel, what I feel is that you are somebody who pretending to ask questions and you're asking answers. And then after you ask your answer, I start talking and you talk over top of me. I call it assholeism. I don't know what you would call it. What's the question? question? Why don't you just give all the rest of my answers and I'll go and do something else. Yeah. I will have a few drinks. I know what you're probably going to do. I know what you're probably going to do. There's you got a you whole. Do you do know what I'm going to do? Oh my gosh! I'm going to go and polish my crystal ball and see if I can figure out what you're going to do. Probably what you're going to go do what you've been talking about all night. So what are we doing? <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. Can y'all keep quiet, please, so we can get some answers? Who's this? Is this uh, one of your? Mark, is this one of your fucking friends you got on here trying to support him? I don't him? have any. I don't have any friends. <laughs> Why do you keep picking on Mark, man? Face one and Rodney K, please stop it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm having some fun, Chad. I Robin warned me that there was going to be some arseholes that were going to show up. I kind of like having. I kind of like having. I kind of like having fun with people like this and. And I'll let you know, too, I'm holding back a little bit because I do have respect for Cheyenne and for the other people on the show. Otherwise, I would be doing some serious bitch slapping. I only You're have one hand right A lot of people in chat would like to hear Mark speak. There you go. And I myself as well. So, guys, we agree. Can please, can you please mute out and let the gentleman speak? Yeah, I'm I would I'm appreciate sorry. that. Thank I've been you. trying to get answers for two hours, though. Yeah, we haven't gotten any answers to two well, questions. Oh, then I'm doing my job because I didn't come to give answers. Um, I, uh, I can you put your I, wife on the phone? Can I put my wife on the phone? <laughs> well, we had the that. queen. The queen. The queen is busy holding court. Mm. No, I couldn't put my wife on the phone. She wouldn't tolerate any. Of, well. No, I, I, I've, I've, I mentioned my wife doesn't have any information for you guys, and and it's and it's uh, it's uh, I I can imagine that most people are going to feel as if they've wasted their time because Mark didn't tell us how to do anything, and if you guys feel as if I didn't tell you how to do anything, then that's how I roll. I. I, I think it rude. You you haven't no. done anything, so nobody's oh, looking. Quit, oh, quit interrupting, oh, please, sir. I'm trying to find answers. Did you say not sure seven is your YouTube? We can look at like case or something. The the if not sure seven, I, and I it's all why. No spaces. The not sure seven. I'm not sure why it didn't come up last time I was posting in the uh, chat, trying to post in the chat. It did. I think it did, but we had a power outage. I have to go back oh, and check okay. forever. You can also search yeah. Mark Drake's. It'll come up too. Probably, yeah. Yeah. So it has videos in there. Um, I think. You bowing down to cops, <laughs> authority. That's what it's got videos of. Go. However you see it, that must have been how it was. 
No, that's how it was recorded. Okay. Now all I need you to do is tell me what I'm thinking now. Dude, I got no idea what's in that mind. Okay, well, then maybe you can shut up for the rest of the show. Um, or so, maybe. Uh, um, okay. Um, Where can I yeah, pour some weed? I remember, I remember, uh, I remember that um, I thought it might be a good idea. Cheyenne did ask me if she should mute everybody out or if she should just leave a free-for-all. I thought She it can't good. even make a frozen cake. I thought it would be fun to have the assholes join she, in and try to talk over top of me and me to bitch slap them. But she maybe, she also thought maybe that it's because uh, I don't have a lot of energy. Muting out. She thought it up muting out, but we voided that order. I thought uh, because I think <laughs> it's just bloody rude for me to talk louder than an asshole. Um, so, hey, Mark, maybe, are you familiar with uh, Carl Lentz? Uh, uh, his wife, uh, Quilla. Who's asking? Who's this? Carla. Tell me your name. Is this Jeffrey? <laughs> anyway. Yes, Jeffrey. I was talking. This is Jeffrey. Thank you, Jeffrey. Um, so, Cheyenne, um, I wish. I'm going to, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I'm tiring of this banter. So, no, seriously, if, if there's if there's a if there's an interest in having another show where we can mute it out um, so that we don't have these uh, interruptions, then uh, we're still governing. We'll, we'll mute that. out. We'll mute out. We'll mute out if you'll get to some yeah, results. I'm sure. Um, yes, you I could just record yourself talking that. and post it, and then we could just listen to it if we want. You know. So, uh, so Cheyenne, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna govern myself right now and exercise my, uh, my right to hang up the phone. Thanks for having me on. Sorry to anybody that, uh, that uh, feels as if they've uh, wasted their time. And if Cheyenne wants to have me on again, and uh, where we can mute out the. You can't hold court here. What makes you think we can trust you? I would hope you can't trust me. Mark, Mark gonna, court. I, my right. for, I'm done with the call. Cheyenne, Mark, okay. thanks a lot for having me on. And All right, thank you for judgment. coming on. Default and, judgment. Uh, good, uh, good luck with uh, with these people. <laughs> yeah, that's big one. He ruins every call. Mark's going to exercise. We might. Uh, I'd be glad to do it again, Cheyenne, if, uh, All right. if we could... Uh, have without the interruptions. So thanks a lot. And we have gone two hours. You're promoting criminal activity on your call. Damn right. Okay, I'm going to go We're now. Here to thanks you, a lot, Diane. Thanks a lot well, everybody who wasn't so uh, rude. And, uh, and uh, you know, I hate people when they're not polite. <laughs> so, yeah, if you hang up, maybe we can find out what you're about, what's going on, because okay. we're confused. Oh, I'll hang out. I am confused. I don't know. Stay in there. I'm still yeah. talking to you. Take care, you can listen. Take care, guys. Have a good night. All right. See you later. Okay. Now, Cheyenne, what, what happened? What's uh, what's this guy? Did he win? Did he avoid judgment? What's going on? I never mentioned about avoid judgment for number one. Number it's two, recorded. I told... No, it's not. 
it's recorded. You said this guy, Mark Drake, is good about void judgments. No, I never said that. What I said is it's I was on the record. A, well, then show it to me. I'll play well, it for you. about accessing credit, too? Did you did you ask him at all what he meant about accessing his credit, or did you know he was check-kiting and promoting all of us to commit check fraud? All I said is I was getting a zip file from him, and he mentioned about coming on my call, and I said, great, house Tuesday? Uh, yeah, we're not harassing you. I know you, you meant well for sure. You know, it's not a big... Not a big deal. Yeah, I just got arrested for drugs. Now let me do a call. Ordeal. Uh, uh, get these people. Um, I don't know if any of you watched those videos, but it's pretty funny. You should go check them out. <laughs> What's the link? It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.